Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary In Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Now we can have a show. And a great show we have for you again this week. My guest in the ADD interview is comedian John Fish. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our super fan shout-out is for Josh. Say hi to Josh, everybody. Hello, Josh. Hey, Josh. And Josh, if Phil was here, he would answer the question that you sent to me. Josh sent me a message on Facebook. Uh, I guess uh, it was last week's podcast when Phil was babbling about the jerseys. <laughs> Could you uh, specify the y- babbling? Yeah, that's true. Can, can you uh, number the babbling? That's that's true. I, it, was, it was when he was babbling about wearing his jersey. Oh, it was the Ethan Russell one. It was last week because I wore my Who shirt, and I yelled right. at him wearing a jersey to an opposing team stadium, and he doesn't know why. And Josh had the same issue because Josh said, Could you please explain why Phil is a Miami Dolphins and Philadelphia Phillies fan? Josh, I can't. Another thing... <laughs> He says, yeah, another thing uh, that Josh wants to know is uh, is Phil should know that he never wears an opposing team's jersey to the stadium. It doesn't matter if he's going to Dodger Stadium or the Vet, right? So it's not the Vet anymore. It's the Link. But still, you yeah. don't. That's I, a basic rule. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that. I, yes, I even know that. Yeah. Yeah, look, look, I, I even know that. And, and, and I think the whole thing is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I did not technically say that. <laughs> you did it with your eyes. Yes, Stern. Yeah, but... They don't care. They see the Philly colors in Dodger Stadium. They they want death. Like, they don't want that. Why don't you just wear a red cape and walk into where they keep the bulls? I mean, you know, what's wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I have an announcement to make. November 23rd, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. It's scary in here. My special is going to be on YouTube. Oh, yeah. great. Congrats. 800-pound Gorilla Records is the YouTube channel, and uh, we will put a link right here in the show notes for you. Uh, but, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, it is the re- it is the video of the album, but I put uh, extra bits that were not on the album uh, in the special uh, to make it special. And that's November 23rd, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. A little pre-Thanksgiving... Yeah. yeah, basically, here's what you can do. You, you can sit down and watch it with your family, or you can get the hell away from your family and watch it on your own. I'm, I'm not here to judge you. It's a mic in my hand, not a gavel. I'm not judging. Yes, honey. I have a good idea. Go ahead. You could put a little Bluetooth in your ear, mm-hmm. and if you need to stay calm during Thanksgiving Day dinner, listen yes. to it while it's happening. Great, great. My yes. act is Muzak. <laughs> That's what my wife is saying. <laughs> Tryptophan and Muzak. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 was, I was very pleased that, uh, that, that uh, the record company wanted to put it out, so... That's good. Yeah. So that's November 23rd, uh, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 uh, Pacific. 800-pound Gorilla Records uh, is the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's finally out. There's Cole and a bunch of other people kept emailing, where's the videos? And now, now it's out. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, yeah I, I feel bad, you know. Why? I feel bad. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then I realize, hey, knock it off. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I, 
I, but, I, but, I, but I didn't want to come on here and go, here it is, you bastards. You know, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> no, but you just did. Yeah. <laughs> and I will tell you this, even looking at the video, yeah, I look good. And you know what that oh. means? What does that mean? It means I have to lose weight because I look at me now. I'm like, mm, I look better then. All right. Oh, I hate that. I know. I hate that when you look, you know, during the time you think that maybe you don't look great. And yeah. then you, there's a little time that passes. Then you relook at that and you're like, oh, I looked pretty good then. What yeah. was I thinking? Yeah. And here's what happened, Stern. My wife bought a scale. Thank you. Uh, you know oh, what? Oh, no. We haven't had a scale forever. There's a reason. Yeah. We were happier without one. Yeah. No. Mark, I remember I came in. And she, he's like, what's wrong? I said, I just weighed myself on a scale. <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> because no. I kind of go with what clothes will fit me. Sure. And then I I saw the scale with an app, and mm -hmm. you can see how much uh, muscle mass you have, right. how much fat mass you have, and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff for 20 bucks. I have that app, and it just said I have a fat mass. <laughs> Mark, you want to I got some, I got some footage of me at the cellar. I was going to put up on social media, and I'm like, man, they must have changed the camera angle. Look how fat I look. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that ain't the camera angle. Then I was like, then I was like, honey, did you wash that jacket? I think you shrunk it. Nope. <laughs> the jacket didn't shrink. The gut got bigger. Goodness. Oh, yeah. Well, Adam has these things where his cheeks get bigger, and his phone just keeps on going to speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honey, switch it back. Yeah. Oh, Mark, I come from fat people. And I <laughs> I gain weight in my face like, like a happy chipmunk. And it just keeps hitting my sometimes happy it chipmunk. mutes sometimes it mutes my phone. And I'm I'm like I'll be on the phone like, no, it's me. I, I. Oh shit, I'm fat. <laughs> Maybe to even add to more, like if you put it on the side with your beauty mark, mm -hmm. it sticks out like a little Knob. Yeah, if I get really <laughs> fat on this, this sheet gets fat, it looks like a turkey timer on my face. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Well, first of all, you can't have a scale in the house. I don't have a scale. <laughs> I've never had a scale in my house. So I could weigh anywhere between 110 pounds and 340 pounds. I mm. don't know. So, and you like to live in the world where you're like, yeah, I think I'm about, you know, at the, the, the optimum weight that I want to be at. And then you step on the scale and all your illusions are gone. Yeah. And I'm in that mode right now. I don't have a scale, but Alex, I go by the do my clothes fit me. Mm -hmm. And during COVID, let's be honest, for the for the most part, I've been wearing pajama bottoms. Yeah. Elastic. You know, I haven't really had to put. Yeah, this is a you know, big stretch waistbands. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to an event not long ago. It was about a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I had to put on a suit, one of my famous Indochino suits that mm -hmm. are tailored to my dimensions perfectly. Fits me like a glove. Well, this was like OJ trying to put the gloves on. It just did not fit. The pants would barely button. And worse than that, I was like, okay, I got to button the neck collar of my shirt so I could put my tie on. I got so much neck fat, that my <laughs> shirt would not button. And it, I, was, it, I was so mortified. I was neck like, fat. what has happened with me? Uh, oh, my God. I'm a fat load now. And I was scared straight. Like, mm -hmm. And so I immediately... I've got a couple of diet plans that sort of like float around and, you know, in case of emergency, break glass. And this is the plan I've gone with is this intermittent dieting. And um, within a week, I could fit in the pants and I could button the collar of the shirt. So that was a good start. And now I'm trying to continue to ramp things up because like you guys, my phone like re resurrects pictures of me for some reason. It just randomly shows, here's you four years ago. 
I look so good. I was in great shape. Yeah, the phone goes, here's you four years ago. Look at you. What happened? Oh, do, don't you hate that? Yes. It's <laughs> depressing. Yeah, um, Mark, I want to thank you for introducing that little diet tip to my husband. Mm. Because now uh, I cannot have breakfast with him. No. I'm intermittent I'm fasting. Mark said it works. So I'm trying it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm, I'm intermittent. Sorry. So I stop eating at eight o'clock at night. I bitch and moan till noon the next day. <laughs> he does. So Thank you, Mark. Yeah. I do have black coffee in the morning because there's no calories in black coffee. Yeah, you can have that. No calories is fine. Yeah. So this morning, uh, before noon, I had a cup of black coffee and and some cat litter. You know, because there's nothing <laughs> in the cat litter. <laughs> I do. I'm very careful about what I eat. Like I, because the thing is, you only got a limited time. You don't want to waste it on a bag of chips. You want to eat something of substance, you know. So you really kind of focus on what you what you want to eat, and you try and at least I'm trying to make it healthy for well, for the most part. What I find myself doing is at seven fifty nine, I am eating ice cream, French fries. That's what I'm eating. <laughs> you guys are suffering, and you're not going to drop the weight. No, I, I actually put French fries in ice cream. <laughs> and I eat it for a minute. I just, I just power eat it for a minute. You, you need the chocolate syrup, Adam. Yeah. I swear to God, though, it's so funny because when eight o'clock is like when it's approaching, I'm like desperate. I'm like, I got to eat something. Yeah. I do it because I can't eat for like the rest of the night. Yeah. So you just start jamming stuff in your mouth. Yeah. Just to get it in. All Terrible. right. Well, yeah. So anyway, we're trying this. I hope it works. Phil is actually, there's something, Phil's actually trying to lose weight too. I He's not on the show this week because he, he's killing me, but. <laughs> oh, he's just, he's just killing me. He called me and I got this. So I thought you were in port on Mondays and we can record on Mondays. No, because you don't listen. I send you shit, but you don't listen. And no, I'm not in port on Monday. I'm sailing. I'm sailing. Mm -hmm. You tell me, uh, Phil, you're killing me. What are you doing? What am I doing? I'm doing the same thing I've been doing five months. I'm making money. I'm, you know, I'm working. I'm uh, training. I'm in training. You're in, you're in training, Phil. You're, <laughs> Phil, you're on you're on a cruise. You're not on naval maneuvers. What the hell are you training? I'm training my body. I'm getting my body in shape. I'm getting ready. For what? Death? <laughs> the rest of my life. The rest I've got of a lot of life left. Got man. a lot of life left. Yeah, the clock's running. Get your affairs in order. <laughs> I am following the TB12. I got the Tom Brady book. I'm reading it. You're reading the Tom Brady book? TB12, baby. The guy's 44, still playing at a high level in the NFL. Okay, if you're following TB12, why do you look like Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> you're a mean man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does Roethlisberger have a big bottom? He's got a big everything. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big he's boy. A big he, he runs like the Tin Man, too. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I love that Phil's on the TB12 plan. Yeah. Dude, dude, uh, well, there's more. He's on a TB12 plan, but he gets a cheat day. Listen to this logic. Cheat day. I have one cheat meal a week, and it's usually pizza, so I call it cheatsa. That's what I have. I okay, have you see, here's the thing. Your body doesn't know. Oh, listen, we won't gain weight. It's Thursday. It, your body doesn't know about that. Listen, I know my body and I know how it contorts and how everything happens. I know what I'm doing. No, you I'm, don't. I'm in training. You know your body. You have no idea why you stink so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you go to the bathroom in my house, you stink. That was years ago. <laughs> and the smell is still there. I'm losing weight. Yeah, well, look behind you. You'll find it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. <laughs>
But, I thought he was about to push back at you when you when you go to the bathroom in my house, it stinks. And all his reply is, that was one time. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> There's no denying it. That's all you uh, need. You go to the pool room. That's where you use the bathroom. That was it. He, he did that the one time I sent him to the pool hall. Every time we yeah. stayed in my apartment in New York, he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Go to the pool hall. <laughs> <laughs> go to the pool hall. You're not doing this. <laughs> So yeah. So anyway, if you want to see me looking good, November 23rd <laughs> on YouTube, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, 800-pound Gorilla Records. Uh, it is the special. It is scary in here. Uh, I look good and I'm funny. <laughs> and I recorded it at Gotham Comedy Club uh, where our guest John Fish recorded his album. And Jerry Seinfeld opened for him. Oh. Yeah. He tells a story in the interview. Uh, as well as why he has to keep the weight off himself. So, uh, you guys listen to this, and we will see you on the other side. What if I told you much of the nutritional dogma that we've been raised with is now outdated? What if I told you that breakfast being the most important meal of the day was wrong? What if I told you it is more important when you eat than what you eat? At 7.59, I am eating ice cream french fries. That's what I'm eating. (laughs) You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Y'all know these episodes are longer than 30 minutes, right? Right? I would love to see you, and I would love to make you laugh. Come see me do stand-up. December 2nd through the 4th, I will be at McGooby's Joke House in Timonium, Maryland. December 16th, I will be at the Parks Casino in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, for one night only. And December 17th through December 18th, I will be at Levity Live in Nyack, New York. There's a link for tickets right here in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. How long we've been doing this, you know I have to thank you. If you can make the show, please come up afterwards and let me share. Your hand. All right, get out of here. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is. Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a very funny stand-up comic you've seen on Letterman, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and his new album is called Hinged. He's a girl dad with a one glass of wine limit. <laughs> I'm grateful he's made some time for us today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my pal, John Fish. Fish! Hey, 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 hey. What's How are up, you, my buddy? friend? Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm thanks. good. For... How are you? Great, man. It's good to see you. Uh, you're one of those guys, every time I see you at the cellar, I was like, that's how I greet you. Fish! Like, <laughs> like we're going to eat. That's right. Well, congratulations on the album. Thanks, buddy. Uh, and the album is called Hinge because I'm guessing you're not really into hardware, so I'm guessing that's the dating app, yes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a little backstory of the show is Seinfeld ended up doing a set opening the show. So you had Seinfeld um, to open for you on your album. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I could tell you that story after, but basically I couldn't tell anyone obviously, because otherwise people would come just for that. Mm -hmm. And that's not what he's coming to do. Um, And also if he canceled last minute, I would have disappointed people. But I told my friend Sam, who has a girlfriend that he lives with, and I was like, bring CeCe to the seven o'clock show. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I can't tell you why. He, of course, guessed. He also guessed uh, when we were pregnant and we hadn't told anybody. He has a very good spider sense. Okay, but when anyways, you say we, you mean you and Sam are having a baby. Oh, God, that would be awesome. <laughs> Actually, you know, that would be scientifically impossible. <laughs> uh, no, me, me and my, at, uh, well, we could talk about that too. My, but I do refer to her as my wife. Um, but, uh, and so he was the at rest the show. Of the world calls her Sam. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's Sam. My wife is Lee. Got it. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, was at the show and afterwards he was just like, I, the album's got to be called hinged because we met on hinge and now we're together and the whole thing. And, uh, and nobody came up with a better idea than that. And everybody loved it when they heard it. So there it is. Great. So Jerry Seinfeld named your album. Yeah. That's great. Did you allow <laughs> Jerry much. also to name your child? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, you know, he stops by Gotham. Sure. That's his main place, mm -hmm. right? And the the weekend beforehand on Friday, uh, he had popped in and I had followed him. And it and I remember, and I like, you know, I remember texting my wife. I was like, I just had the best set. It was great. They were in such a good mood, blah, 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 blah. Seinfeld was there. And then Mazzilli calls me on Monday before the Wednesday of the taping and asked if it was okay if Seinfeld came in and do, did a set beforehand. Mm -hmm. What am I going to say? But um, but I was like, yeah, of course. That puts everybody in a great mood. Sure. And I had just done it. So I was – and, and then I had a little more confidence asking people to come. You know, I was like, mm -hmm. trust me, I want to come to this show because even if I bomb, they just saw Seinfeld. Sure. You know? Right. But I had people upset about it. I had I had a couple of comics called me after they found out about it and they were like, What a dick. Why would he do that? You know? <laughs> really? <laughs> Cause it is yeah, cause I mean, I didn't feel that way. There was a moment. So George Wallace came with him. Mm -hmm. And Wallace hadn't been on stage for like 16 months, I think they said. Right. And um out of respect, I asked George if he wanted to go on. And he was like, No, no, I'm just here to see Jerry. And then Jerry did like 20, which was perfect. And then he brought up George Wallace. Oh. Yeah. And that's when like the, the producers and I, we were all like, uh -huh. and I don't know. I had met Wallace years beforehand at the comic strip. And I remember he came in for a weekend and they were trying to give him spot pay, which at the time was like 50 bucks. Right. And he wasn't accepting it. And they were like, you got to take it, take it. And he just handed it to the closest server. Mm -hmm. Classic. And I was like, that's a class, class act guy. Yeah. So I'm choosing to believe he did the same class act thing that night and realized that some guy was taping his album. He did two minutes and got off stage. Ah, that's a classy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, the, the album is hinged because you talk about uh, your could be wife and your definite yes. child. But your early yes. stuff, I remember your early stuff, you make me laugh. I have a clip here that one of my one of my favorite things um, about the sushi restaurant. I'm going to play this now. I am uh, starting to think I go to the sushi restaurant in my neighborhood too much because when I got these new glasses, they were the first ones to notice. <laughs> I usually go by myself, but I threw them off one day. I come in, they're like, table for one. I'm like, no, I'm meeting a friend. And I swear to God, the guy goes, he has friends! <laughs> to the whole restaurant. 
and then I had to wait five minutes for my friend. I'm like, great, they think I have an imaginary friend. <laughs> Other weird stuff has happened to me at this place. Last year, they gave me a Christmas present. <laughs> I'm just sitting there eating. They brought me a wrapped bottle of sake. They're like, Merry Christmas from everybody at Watawa. <laughs> Like, all right, thank you, but I do not know what is sadder right now uh, that a restaurant just gave me my only Christmas gift <laughs> or that these people, who I guess are my best friends, <laughs> keep forgetting that I am Jewish. <laughs> awesome. I, think, I think that's when I first met you at the time of, of that bit. Well, I actually see you, I, you, this uh, etched into my mind because it was like a, a big deal for me, but you hosted my just for laughs in Montreal. Montreal yeah. All new faces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like way back. And it was always like a cool thing. Cause I had seen you on lounge lizards and stuff. Like wow. I was always a fan of yours. Like, wow. You're going way back. I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, there. Well, I've always said like, because you're one of my favorite comics. Because there are certain comics, you know, that are writers and certain performers, and but you are one of the very few that put it all together and act out bits that are like well crafted and well written. So it's just always impressive and fun to watch you. Oh, thank you, brother. That's that, that's very kind of you. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, so that night, I was last, I guess, of like both new faces shows like mm -hmm. and i guess it wasn't going well mm -hmm. and i happened to have a good set and i remember you came out and you just said to me you go see it's not that hard yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but those hard. those those shows can go either way because you know guys are really nervous yeah. and you being last so now you're nervous the whole time you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's one of those but things i was also what like i had been in boston for three years mm -hmm. before i moved here and when i moved to new york they grouped me with new people. So I was kind of like over ready to right. do it, you know, but uh, yeah, I was so nervous. But Boston's like a proving ground, man. That's a, that, that's like a cage match, you know, Boston, you're ready. Sure. Boston, New York, you're ready. Um, uh, parts of Texas too. I remember there was that Texas kind of that quality of comedy, which was, uh, there was different Houston. tones. Yeah. Houston and yeah. Uh, San Francisco as well. Chicago yeah, you too. learn how to do, yeah, Chicago's a great comedy town, mm -hmm. city. So. Yeah, but you learn how to, you learn how to, uh, how to follow. I mean, like, like being at the cell, like Seinfeld shows up, you got to follow him. You know, I, I've told the yeah. story before when he was shooting comedian, he bumped me three times in one week, and he was very kind. He said, you know, Adam, I'm so sorry. I'm like, Jerry, this movie better be funny because right now it's just annoying. <laughs> and that that's the thing. I'm a better comic in New York, John, because there's just first of all, there's more inspiration to draw from. You can do more stage time, and you're following killers every night. You you, you got to bring the heat every night. You know, it's 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 a there's there's no let me try this slider. It's fastball, fastball, fastball. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things I it like about you sharp. Yeah, and one of the things I like about your work is you're a confessional comic like me. And the, the true stories make me make me laugh so much. The story, the dating stories, your dating stories always made me laugh whenever I ran into you and you did it. And uh, I want to ask you about, I'm going to play the red wine bit. And I got a question to ask you on the okay. other side. All right. I remember this one. This was probably one of my favorite dates. because So I met this woman and we were going to a wine bar restaurant. So my plan was just to nurse one glass of wine. 
And then she showed up with red wine mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many that is, but it felt like we were starting at 30 love. Then she started telling me why I was wrong for drinking white wine instead of red wine, and I was like, well, if you have a mirror, I'll show you why I'm right. <laughs> but this was the best, all right? At one point during our date, she got up from our table to tell someone at another table to be quiet. <laughs> And look, I was half impressed, if I'm being honest with you people, okay? That takes balls, big balls, balls I don't have. Think about it, she was being annoying at my table and I didn't say anything. <laughs> so my question is, I never, thank you, Lord, I've never had to use a dating app, never. <laughs> Good for you. I have no <laughs> idea what that experience is like. I would get upset when comics would like go online dating for the story, mm -hmm. for the act. Right. When I was like, I've been doing it earnestly. Yeah. And I'm getting plenty of material. Yeah. You do not have to, you don't have to fake it. Yeah, I'm trying to um, find love here. Okay. <laughs> it was. And I was like, I mean, I was doing it too long. I, I remember Ryan Reese once told me, he was like, you look like a day trader. Like you had like different screens <laughs> up. You're like bumbles over here, hinges over here. <laughs> well, the bumble was the one where they pick you, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's got to, just, just as a comic that that's like, be, that's gotta be like getting an applause break. Like, Oh, you like, you liked me. <laughs> yeah. They have to reach out first. And it's funny because they don't, they, they would always get mad at us for like our opening lines, but when it, the tables were turned, they weren't so creative. No? A lot of what's ups. Yeah, a lot of, well, hey, what's going on? So you've never had a good, what you was know? the best pickup line a woman used on you? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I mean, cause their go-to would be if they found out you're a comic and they would say, tell me a joke. And that's just, you're just like, all right. Goodbye. Right now I'm okay. deleting you from everything. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. it's not gonna work. Our relationship is not gonna work. Thank you for saving me time. But there's no buts. There's no buts. Why don't you just say, yeah. here's a joke. You can use this. Then I really hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely like um, that's why Hinge was the best and is the best right now. Like whenever I'm asking people how they met, you know, in the audience, their Hinge is still the, the top dating app because it has like pictures like everything else tinder bumble but it has enough prompts and like space to write about yourself that you can kind of gauge what the person's like mm -hmm. and have a jumping off point to ask an actual question i'll be honest with you man i would need medical records a psychological <laughs> evaluation <laughs> I, i'll have a questionnaire uh, are you kidding me yeah i'm not yeah. doing this but but yet you met your Wife? No wife. Tell me, tell me what I we... met my wife. Your wife. Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, I knew when it, whenever something happened too easily, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I knew later I would find out that they had seen me at a show. Oh, already. on, on like Bumble. They, they, there'd be a confession. Yeah, there'd be like a confession like, hey, I, I actually saw you once. And it's like, oh, okay, that's why this was... Because sometimes it was just like, oh, this is, this is, we're really sinking and stuff. But right. it's like they already liked you. Uh, um, but yeah, we met 
Yeah. We met on, uh, we met on hinge and like just, uh, had one date just like met for like a quick drink. And it's, it's a, a good private joke between us because like, we just had one drink, like it felt, felt good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, after I gave the, the, uh, maybe we should do this again, you know? And, and she said, that would be lovely. That's nice. No one says that would be lovely unless they mean like, you, you know, that's not yeah. a blow off. No, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And it was just yeah. one drink. Sometimes we just had one drink. And, uh, and then I actually, I went away. I was going to, uh, Italy mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, so I was gone for like two weeks and we didn't, but I still like, she was still in right. my mind. There was just something there that night. Like I could feel it, you know, and like, we just kind of clicked and moved from there. And, um, luckily we fell in love because then we got pregnant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's kind of a fortunate thing that you were in love first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And we had discussed this, this already. So I remember when I got the phone call, I was actually, we had gone to Boston for my, for my niece's birthday uh-huh. and, uh, and, uh, she had to hop back. Lee had to hop back to New York for a work thing. And I was about to go to the gym or go meet her boss or something. And like, I was like, Oh, I haven't had that in a while. Pete on a stick. And there it was called me. Yeah. Like, so we weren't even together when, when we found out we were just kind of FaceTiming and I was like out to lunch with my mom. So like my mom found out at the exact same time. Wow. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Sam didn't call your mom and ruin everything. <laughs> so yeah, she was just like, you know, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, we wanted to do this. We'll just, we're doing it out of order. That's okay. And, uh, she said that was the best thing I could have said. And Okay. And what did your mom say? John, as long oh, as you're happy. My, yeah. You no. My mom's a little too old fashioned. There was there was quite a death stare for a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were no joke at the cheesecake factory and I like spun the phone around to her and she can't hide her. When, when we told her uh the baby's name, I I shouldn't have done it in front of Lee because we said uh, we're gonna name her Tallulah, and my mom said, Yuck. Ow! <laughs> First of all, Tallulah fish sounds like an entree. I have to be honest with you. Uh, that, so I'm yeah, not siding with you, Mom. I understand it. <laughs> Second of all, it doesn't sound to me like your wife is Jewish and or Italian. No. That is correct. She that's that's a reaction. That is an unbridled emotional reaction from a Jewish mother or an Italian mother. Yes, yes. All right, Fish. What the hell is wrong with you? You know your mother. Don't you think? Did, don't I you did. think after that lunch there was the conversation in, in the bedroom at night with your mom and dad going, <laughs> "It's a shiksa. He loves her. It's his life. A shiksa. Do you not hear me, Tallulah? That's what I got to deal with. Go to bed." <laughs> that's probably what it was (laughs) all right so we're gonna back up so you turn the phone around when your girlfriend said she's pregnant you're out to lunch with you are you on facetime we were well we had we were going to lunch and the place that we wanted to go to wasn't open yet Mm -hmm. so we went across the street to the cheesecake factory and i was getting the text and the phone call and 
you know, my mom could obviously see and hear like something was going on. So uh-huh. I couldn't just be like, yeah, everything's fine. So I told her and then we regrouped at the cheesecake factory and we were talking and I turned the phone around and I, I don't think my mom was smiling. No, you, 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 wait, what fish? What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> so much. People think I have it all together, dude. I just have glasses. <laughs> Doesn't make me smart. Makes me myopic. <laughs> <laughs> you're, That's it. You're putting your mother, who's a, a train killer. I'm not saying anything you don't know. <laughs> A Jewish mother is is a lion in in something she bought from Chico's. That's what a Jewish mother yep. is. <laughs> Favorite restaurant. Yeah. Favorite uh, uh, store. Yeah. So that that's what you. I know. I got the same mother. And you, this poor woman who's ju- pregnant doesn't know what to do. Doesn't know how you're going to respond. You throw her right into the deep end. Yep. I'm taking away uh, your glasses now. You, I'm taking them away. <laughs> This is the closest I can get. These are clear glasses I'm wearing. It's true. But it, let me ask you this, because I always thought that, because my, my brother married an Italian, mm-hmm. and uh, and the, the familial similarities are, are quite present. And then last night I was at the comic strip, right. and not a lot of it was small crowds and not a lot of Jews. And I was like, and someone was like, well, I'm Italian. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much the same. And she was like, no. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, it's so. kind of the same. I grew up in an Italian Jewish neighborhood. It's basically, yeah, you know, we 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 did their kitchens and bathrooms, and they represented us in court. It was a it was a nice symbiotic relationship. <laughs> yeah, but culturally, I don't see a lot of difference between it's food, family, and guilt. I had it in one of my acts. That, that yes. that's what it is. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, mom and dad are yeah. are you officially married or? So no, we are not. We are engaged. Okay. Um, and uh, we are planning. We just don't know. Like I just we, uh, just if I may, because uh, I'm married and 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 you have a yeah. baby. It's it's yeah. a little bit more convenient if the kid can drive to the wedding. Just think about that. <laughs> That's what, her joke was that we we're just waiting for her to be a flower girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I like drive better. Um, but yeah, we're, we, we just, we kind of were, we were just going to do city hall thing. And then like a cell a small celebration. We're not trying to have a huge wedding or anything, yeah. but it just, uh, save um, the money. I'll be so honest with you. Kinda, I got married yeah. with my wife. My dad passed away. And, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of years later, I re I, I had the idea. I pitched to my wife and I said, I want to get married, uh, next Monday. And she's like, why? I said, cause that's the day my father died. So if we get married, now it's my anniversary. It's not the day he died. And she goes, great, mm. we'll do it. And so we just threw it together. Best thing we ever did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, but, and you know who's going to be pissed? Your mother. Your mother's Because <laughs> your mother's going to say this, John, I gave to all your cousins. Now it's time for you yep. to get. You have to have a wedding. Yeah, that's true. That's what we're trying to figure out. Have some something, you know, and uh, that's that's the... That's probably the speed bump is like, we just can't figure out like exactly what to do. And we're also just trying to just get through the days with this uh, 16 month old now. (laughs) Yeah. You don't sleep a lot. I'm guessing. Well, that I didn't even really like hear, like I wouldn't have known about this, but my wife's sister sleep trained all three of her kids. So we sleep trained. (laughs) Sleep trained. What did she do? She, She drugged them. 
there's a book. There's a book. And we followed it. And this kid goes into her crib whenever we put her in, usually between 8 and 8.30. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get out until 7.30 in the morning. Wow. I wish I could. I wish I could sleep through the night. I got to get up to pee. I get a, a panic attack. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. What's the dog barking it's about? Amazing. My wife hears a noise. I'm up and down all night. But yeah, I, I mean, I got a buddy of mine just had a baby too, and it was like, he's, I go, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I'm not sleeping, and I'm I'm getting fat. That's all I'm doing." Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I eat my meal and then whatever she leaves on the tray. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got a joke about it that I, that I really like. I'm going to play it now. I think the big thing that annoyed her during quarantine was that I got in shape because there was nothing else to do. I know. I'm not in shape anymore. Uh, <laughs> and she was getting more pregnant. And I told her it was because of this life insurance exam that I had coming up, but it was really just in case anything happened to her during the delivery. And I had to get back on hinge. I, f- I feel like enough of you really clammed up on that joke um, that I feel like I need to let you know that she likes that joke. I don't know if that helps you. <laughs> I s- she actually said, I love the one where I almost died. So don't worry. I mean, she's dead now, but she loved that joke. She loved that joke. No, she's absolutely, she is totally, she's, she's right there, everybody. Relax. I like the fact that your wife likes that joke. That's, yeah. I would get nervous about telling that joke, mm-hmm. like for certain audiences when I went to do a private or something or like a, a, or a corporate and, and even that night because there were a few, probably like 30 of her friends yeah. and coworkers and stuff and she was like no it's funny just tell that joke she she liked that joke she gave me the confidence to keep doing that one. that's good so the shicks has got a sense of humor she got a great sense of humor yeah that's yeah. great my wife is is uh she's got a sense of humor too and she's got timing and uh the, the, what i love about when we got married she got uh when we first got together she didn't know she was funny and she didn't know what timing was now She's got, it's nice because she's on the show with me and, and I can see her confidence growing. Oh, yeah? It's really, it's really oh, nice. nice. I love when she makes me yeah. laugh and she does, she does a lot. It, was, was there, is, how did her family feel about you? Um, well, her mother passed, but her mother used to say that she thought Lee was going to end up with a Jewish guy. Really? So, yeah. And, um, and her, her Why? Sister, she, she feels guilty and she hates bacon. Know. Why? What? <laughs> I just her temperament. I don't know what it was, but uh, she definitely just thought that she had said that a few times. And Lee, your family likes me, right? They love me. I'm just getting her charger. I figure I'll ask her. Tell Lee <laughs> I like the fact that she likes that joke. Adam likes the fact that you like my uh, joke where you almost die. Yes, she does like that one. She, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, her family was very happy Yeah, um, that we got together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so was mine. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, uh, my mom just didn't like that name. I think that's great, John, because for me, my parents love my wife. Just love my wife. I mean, I remember telling my dad, when I took my dad to chemo for the first time, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry Alex. And he just looked up at me and said, if you don't, I will. 
Yeah. Then he says this, Judd. He goes, and don't listen to your mother. She's plenty good enough for you. <laughs> but yeah, I like the fact that, uh, that 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 the families get along. I mean, it's 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 not that good for comedy, but it is good for um, your well being. You got a bit about your parents. I want to play. I just want to be half as good a parent as. Uh... My parents were. I love my parents. They're the best. And so I still call my parents. Like, I use the phone for them and customer service, I guess. <laughs> Those are the only people you call, I call these days. But when my parents can't answer, they try to be hip and use the auto-reply function, but they don't know what they're doing. So it just makes it more confusing. My dad will be like, I can't talk. I'm in a meeting. And I'm like, you're retired. But you can go into the phones and customize the answers. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into my parents' phones, give them the options they need. All right, this is, for, this is for my mom's phone. Playing Mahjong, call you in 10 minutes on purpose and then 14 more times by accident. Uh, you guys know legal seafood? Yeah, just... That's my parents' favorite restaurant. That's all you need to know. At Legal Seafood, someone that walked in after us got seated before us. I'm staring down the hostess. Your father's looking for a manager. You have not lived until you've seen my mother make a 16-year-old at a podium on summer break cry. In Costco, lost your father. Do you need anything? All right, this is for my dad's phone now. Can't talk, looking for a bathroom. Can't talk, I'm in the bathroom. This is your mother. Your father forgot his phone. He's in the bathroom. That's funny. Thank you. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> my mom is the worst with technology. I brought my mom. Adam, I can't open an attachment, put it in an email, and I can't. <laughs> listen, I, you, know, you know, my mother keeps listening to the podcast, but she keeps listening to Lenny Clark's episode because I actually had to send her that one, and she can't figure out how to load them on her <laughs> iPad, so she just keeps listening to that one over and over again. <laughs> He's he's very entertaining. Yeah, well, uh, that's that's just what my mother does. She's like, this is good, this is fine. I laugh every time. Love Lenny. <laughs> I can't thank you enough, my friend. Uh, you, you, your family sounds uh, hysterical. They sound a lot like my family. That's what I love to hear. And I always, I'll, I'm always happy to see you. And I'm very happy for your success. The album is called Hinged. You can get it wherever you get your albums. If you see John Fish live, he's a lot of fun. You know how funny he is Jerry Seinfeld opens for him. That's how funny he is. <laughs> Thanks, man. Always good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. The ADD interview was brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say you're going to be a parent and you told your mom what you were going to name her grandchild. We're going to name her Tallulah. And my mom said, yuck. This could cause you a little anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, 
pet products, and you get 20% off with the coupon code Adam. Yes, you do. 20% off with the coupon code Adam at anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Go feel better. Yay, it's John Fish, and that's 30 minutes I'll never get back. That was John Fish, and he had to lose weight, too, in case he's got to go back on the dating app. <laughs> Hinge. That's such an interesting name, Hinge. Hinge? Like, yeah, it's better than, like, Knob. <laughs> I think I'm on Knob as a dating site. You're on Knob? <laughs> no, These English uh, guys just keep calling you? <laughs> Show us your Knob, love. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I had not heard of Hinge. I probably would have used Hinge back when I was on dating sites. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, he's so funny. And that bit, I listen. I've never met John. I've never met his wife. Um, but I love that she was like, "No, keep that joke. That's a funny joke. I don't care what anybody else says. Like, yes, you got to stay healthy in case I die or I go away, and you got to get back on Hinge." Yeah, that I was, was like, funny. I was like, yeah, she's got a good sense of humor. She likes that joke. She does have a good sense of humor. Because sometimes you talk about um, me on stage, mm-hmm. and I have a good sense of humor. M- remember when you said about my big hand? Yeah, when I bought the, I had a bit about buying her engagement ring. And Dennis Leary and, and I, yeah. all the gang, they looked at me like, "Oh crap!" Like <laughs> because I was on the sideline with them, and I said, and, and I can hear him saying, oh, "I wonder if she does have a big hand." And so I stuck my hand up, yeah. to let them know. Look, you they, bastards! All right, <laughs> and they all started cracking up. <laughs> And they're like, okay, she's cool. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah. She can hang. You are. Yeah. You are. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But by, by the grace of God, I never had to use those apps. I, I know the Bumble's the one where the women pick the men. I know Tinder. I got a couple of gay friends that are on Grinder. That one seems harsh. <laughs> yeah. But I never heard of Hinge. Well, I, I looked up Hinge, too, because like yourself, I've never been on a dating app. Mm-hmm. Um, You're he- welcome. <laughs> uh, okay, Adam. <laughs> I've never had to be the the word had. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I looked up Hinge. It kind of has a good little motto. It says Hinge is the dating app for people who want to get off dating apps. That's so, a great motto. Yeah, I so like that. apparently, like you, uh, they have a way to really inject your personality into your profile. Mm-hmm. So it's basically. You become a real person instead of like a fake photo right? <laughs> or like I'm a scientist and you're not. So you're basically meeting real people. I'm really people. thin, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whatever, which I think already that's that's a better app than what I've seen mm. out so there. So it's basically an app designed to get you married and get you to hell off the app. Or well, at least in a serious relationship. Yes, okay. at least in a serious relationship. It doesn't have the Instagram filters. You know what I'm talking mm. about? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've encountered that. Yeah. When you, when you meet somebody that you, you know, have encountered on, I think it was Bumble. I went on a date with this girl. And I was like, it was almost like I was checking her ID at a bar. I was like, is this really you? Yeah. <laughs> you sure. I'm so happy for the two of you and for any of the people listening out there that haven't had to be on a dating app. You know, I mean, I suppose it's better than playing the pina colada song game you know back in the day putting us an ad in the personals uh-huh. um and i probably just dated myself by referencing the <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> wait a minute where did you pick up your dates on horseback <laughs> wait w- wait i gotta know more about this no 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 i never i never did the personal thing. Never it's kind of cool but kind of weird. Yeah, Sorry. it's kind of weird. It's like you're throwing it out there in a paper and, you know, you're hoping for something. But it, it's the it was the, you know, 
the forerunner to, to the internet dating craze. And by the way, these companies are like huge companies. I think the person that invented Tinder and, and OkCupid, and they're like billionaires. It's crazy. Yeah, I love, but, the, I love the fact when his friend said, you look like a day trader. You know, he's like trying, yeah. he's looking for love. In, and that's the one thing I loved about him. He was seriously looking to spend the rest of his life with someone. He was, he was putting in the effort and he got angry with comics that do it just for the material. <laughs> no, it was great. He's like, I'm, for, I'm serious about this. Come on. <laughs> and, and you got to have that attitude. If you're in there, you're like, I'm working the program. I'm sending out my emails. I'm polishing my profile and I'm, <laughs> I'm doing what I can. I'm checking out other people's things and I'm, I'm being proactive of reaching out. But, and Adam, I think you'll appreciate this mm. specifically you because you're a comedian and you get a response from jokes to the crowd. And that's like a validation of, you know, okay, that people like me, you know, and this is, it's a great symbiotic relationship that you have with the audience. When you put a message out there on a dating app and you don't hear back, it crushes your soul. You're like, they have specifically rejected me. I spent time crafting a note. I picked out what I think are my best pictures that look like, you know, me and all my awesome self. And somebody has still said, no, thank you. Yeah. And they don't even say no, thank you. You just never hear anything. And you feel bad about that until somebody emails you and you're like, oh, no, thank you. So <laughs> it's this weird sort of like fish eating scenario. And, you know, you're always chasing something. There's an air of desperation around it. And you know, at some point you start to notice if you're on there long enough, and I was on those sites long enough, you start just seeing the same people there and you're all sort of like at the same party and no one wants to dance with each other because you're like, we're the island of misfit toys and it's just us now. And it, it feels awful. This does not sound fun. No, that's why no. I was so glad yeah. I met my wife the old fashioned way. I showed off in front of her till she threw herself at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I did. I invited her to a show. She was all nervous. Like, oh my God. When she was sitting there, you thought, what if I sucked? I, I did, but that's not why I fell in love with you, Adam. Sure. <laughs> Goodness. As why you can tell, you he has a good sense you? of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You said in the interview, you were asking mm. about the pickup line. You yeah. did not have a pickup line with me. You know why? Why? I didn't need one. <laughs> hey. I, I mean, I've had people come up and say, tell me stuff. And I'm right. like, really? Yeah. Has that line ever worked? <laughs> yeah. So and they're all terrible. They're all. It's like, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see, sweetheart. You know, it's all cheesy stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, you've used that, haven't you? You used that on horseback, reason. haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> God. I can't tell you how many dates I have gone on uh, on on Internet dates. I, the happiest day of my life, by the way, mm. was when I deleted all of my apps. When I met Gabrielle and I said, I am madly in love with this girl and I, I'm so excited. I can leave the world of Internet dating behind forever. You also deleted the dieting app. <laughs> yeah, I got to get that one back. All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, let me ask you, what was the worst date you had? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to do the mental filter. Uh, I've been on, I've been on a lot of bad. I went on a lot of bad dates. Um, it's this one girl, and we went on. I think we went on two, maybe three dates, which in the internet dating world is a lot. Right. She was nice, and I and you start rationalizing. Yeah, okay, I could deal with that. I could deal with that. But she just wore black lipstick. You know, it wasn't a goth thing. It was it was just the black lipstick was her choice of color. Mm -hmm. And and it was just off putting. And I never now you can criticize me for being too finicky or picky or whatever. 
but I was like, yeah, it, this is, this is the look that I'm getting on consistent basis. And so, uh, finally I just had to say, look, Miss Kardashian, you're very lovely, but I just can't date you. I have a different um, take on that. Dad. I think you just didn't feel the connection and you blamed it on the lipstick. Yeah. Because if you would have had that connection, it wouldn't matter what color her lips were. I don't think. Well, now let's be honest, Mark. What was it about Morticia you really didn't like? <laughs> <laughs> she was nice. I, I think, I actually think, uh, Alex, you make an incredibly great point. I think that's that's highly accurate. They didn't have that connection. And mm -hmm. so then the brain sort of like scrambles around for some rationalization why you're not going to call this woman back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so uh, now I feel bad about it. <laughs> I'm sorry for listening. No, now. you I'm you sorry, let her go to sure. find that person that she can have a connection with. So good yes. for you. And that's it. And ultimately, that's what you want for every. Well, I shouldn't say everybody because there's some people I went on dates with. that was like, you're just mean. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, but, all right. Uh, now I got to know. <laughs> well, give me the mean date. What was the mean date? Well, it, she was just it was a woman from the State Department. OK, and. And we, we weren't clicking in general, mm -hmm. uh, even though I was like State Department. That's really cool. And I said to her, so where where are you, you know, uh, where where have you been stationed like across the planet? She was like, oh, I, I was I was stationed in Casablanca for a while. I was like, that's awesome. She's like, Why? And I'm like, because the movie mm. like, you were in Casablanca. That's so cool. I think if you've seen the movie, she's like, yeah, it was OK. I was like, All right. I'm a big movie guy. So I said, well, what's your favorite movie of all time? Desert Island. What's your top movie? And she said The Great Outdoors which if you don't know is a sort of a middling comedy with Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. And I was like, that's your number one. <laughs> okay. We're having not, you know, can I get another bourbon over here? Yeah. This is going to be a long, well, night. I, well okay. I'm going to push back a little bit. It's not mean. It's just, it, it's, it's tasteless. <laughs> well, it was tasteless, but then she was like mean to like the bartender, oh. you know, and people that were around us and was just sort of like sniping at them. And you're like, like with lean and she's like, can you believe how like rude these people are? I'm like, I think you're, one you know so and and you never want to sort of like lay your cards down in the date and say look this is not working out i think you're a terrible human being and i'm right. just gonna go away you sort of just laugh along and sort of like you know just try and get through the, the hour or whatever and then you go and drink like you know a gallon of booze to see I, a gallon of booze thank god i'm not dating because i would get up in the middle of that thing even if i didn't want to say anything i excuse myself to go to the men's room and I, i'd pull the fire along i just <laughs> Or you could do what I do for people. I mean, have it done. If, if you're sitting at a date, right? I, my, one of my girlfriends will send me a text. That's my cue to call him. You got to come home. Oh, really? Yeah. You got to come home now. So you got to call you and know. say, listen, this, this guy's wearing black lipstick. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marilyn Manson. Yeah. yeah um, I will say this, Alex. That is a great move. But you understand, if I'm the guy on the other side of that, you they get the call and they're like, I gotta go. We know exactly what happened there. Like sure. we're all playing nice, but we know that was a fake call. We know <laughs> I just failed miserably on this date, and now she's like leaving undercover. You know? Yeah, like, but okay. even if the guy calls you, you just come right over the top. Really? A child's life is in jeopardy. Yeah, you gotta roll with it. <laughs> That's yeah, what I would I, I come right over the top. Well, evil look. Even when you find somebody and settle down, you know, the, the re rejection's still not over. Fish told his mother that they're going to have a baby. We're going to name it Tallulah. And she went, ew. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's so harsh. I mean, I know some people are like, the, look, I just got to tell it like it is. I'm sorry. That's yeah. how I am. That's yeah, there's no am. filter here. 
Jesus, yeah. it's going to be your granddaughter and your first reaction to what I think is a very lovely name, Tallulah. It sort of rolls off the tongue. No, it's first of all, like I said, Tallulah Fish is horrible. I it's like a horrible name. I like Tallulah. But Tallulah yeah, like Fish Tallulah. is the lady's name. She's going to go through life with Tallulah Fish? <laughs> well, this woman's going to have no peace on the school bus and for the rest of her life. <laughs> I don't know. And you want to know what I loved about that? That would be my mother. My mother is the same way. It just comes right out of her mouth. i tell you the story. There's a relative in my family that when I first got a chunk of money, needed some money for school. So I gave, I gave her some money to go to college, you know, a little bit, of, a little to help her out a little bit. My mother was a little upset. I don't know why. I didn't ask. I guess I should have asked. So she comes over for Thanksgiving. She walks in. Hi, Aunt Louise. Hi. You don't look any smarter. Come on in. Oh. <laughs> 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 I love you. Oh, God. Unfiltered. Swear to God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you God. know, um, I know your mom. She appreciates unfiltered back. Yeah. You know, because she. If she... well, if you agree with her, yes. If you don't, <laughs> mind your own friggin' business. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. She doesn't want to waste time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mark, have you met Gabrielle's parents? Oh. Uh, no, I, I haven't yet. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they listen to the podcast. I, yeah. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, hey, Dad. Really? You want to know before? Are you nervous, Mark? Damn red, I'm nervous. Yeah, you should be. He's red. Yeah, you, you, you're red right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and I got I got chubby, or chubby cheeks, so I look like a little cherry tomato right now. Okay, yeah, so lose weight, like put this. on the new Indochino suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Walk in, and you want to know what's going to make me laugh? What? He's going to open the door, and Gabrielle's mother is going to be wearing black lipstick. You watch. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to I'm going to get Gabrielle's mother's phone number. I'm going to call her up and go, "Listen, you want to make twenty five dollars? Put on some black lipstick when Mark comes over the house, <laughs> and just film his reaction." <laughs> <laughs> Throw him off his game. Yeah, and make him eat after eight o'clock. It'll really put him in a dilemma. <laughs> oh, ooh, good one. <laughs> I want to thank my pal John Fish for being uh, on on our show, and uh, you can pick up his album Hinge wherever you get your comedy albums. And, and of course, on November twenty third on YouTube, you can watch my special. It's scary in here. It drops eight thirty Eastern, five thirty Pacific. Eight hundred pound Gorilla Records is the YouTube channel, and uh, we will put a link right here in the show notes for you. Honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they? The Adam Ferrara at Gmail. Uh, show's growing, and we can't thank you guys enough. Tell somebody you love about the show, and if you get a chance to leave us a review, that helps us with our friend, Mr. Algorithm. And please remember, life is hard. You take it easy on yourself. Pod has ended. Go in peace. I'm so glad I don't have a digestive system.